Pickaxe. Nothing in my way. A quick I don't nib, want nib. to know. Nibs, chalk nibs. I always love chalk nibs. Do you ever eat them? What are chalk nibs? I don't know what that is. I, I don't know what they were made of. It was kind of like um, rabbit pellets, but chocolatey and nice. I'm going to look up what were was they in chalk nibs. Crunchy or? And um, they're kind of like soft, with crunchy bits in them. Oh, okay. But like, I literally have no idea what goes in them because it's just kind of like soft, melty chocolate. Right. In a nice pellet form. Chalk. Are we recording now? We are. Okay. So we don't have to start on chocolate. I'll tell you what I used to like yeah. a lot. I think Cadbury's did them. I can't remember what they were called. They were like, maybe, I remember it sounding a little bit like Yazoo, but it wasn't. They were these weird chocolate, hollow chocolate monsters. Right. That were wrapped in tinfoil. Okay. I can't remember what they were called, but they did them I for feel a few like years. They were to- sort of like maybe four or five inches oh. tall, maybe. Okay, chocolate nibs are just chocolate, but like um, they're kind of coated in a white substance that stops the chocolate from melting together. Oh, they're oh. really good though. They like they're really fucking good. Yeah. I want used to get them like every day from school. Every day when I'm walking <sighs> down, down the street. street. What about those uh, cigarette candy cigarette sticks? Oh yeah, that came in a like cigarette box and with white sticks, and then eventually I think they got banned, and then. They were permitted to bring them back if they avoided all of the cigarette connotations. Yeah, um, I and they even go- had cards in them. Like, yeah, it was, which yeah. is what grown-ups used to do. From here we go. I got them. Yowie. They yeah. look like that. They I mean, were kind oh, of like Kinder yeah. eggs. They had little things inside. Yeah, I rec- yeah. recognise those. I wouldn't really remember because I obviously didn't eat chocolate when I was a boy, as, yeah. I, was a, as I continue to not do so the now. The devil. An incarnate. interesting child. Peter Austin, an interesting child. Mm. Peter but you Austin. had other things. Interesting. Like rice and Milky bread. Milky bars. And, yeah, sometimes. Yorkshire puddings. Dry. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Delicious Yorkshire puds. Should we yum. begin? Yes, I suppose. You're ready for this? Vidiot's podcast. Nine. Eight. No, not going to do countdown to the beginning. This is the best intro yet. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 9 of Podiots, it's the official podcast of Vidiots, which is a YouTube channel where we play games and do other stuff. I'm Ben. I'm that's, Michael. That's what we're changing our intro to. Now. That's it. That song. Just that. Yeah. Oh, every time. And then at the end of the podcast I say, and I'm Peter. <laughs> okay, well can you remember that? I'll try. So as if like the we'll entire podcast is just the intro. Yeah. <laughs> just wrapped and up. And then it's the end. <laughs> So this is a fun conversational podcast where we all bring a thing along to talk about. about the three us. The three us. And we also take some questions from you fine folks. As well, at home, we have a couple of things to get through first. What? Da, 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 admin. We love admin. Am I peeking, Michael? It sounds like I'm peeking. Yeah, yeah. Admin. I'm getting it. Admin. All right, just knock you back. I just, I'm so excited about audio Ad- paperwork. Mm, okay, yeah, that's better now. Are we doing good? How are we at home? Are we okay with that? Are we okay with this new level? We can't hear you. Yes, yes. they said yes. It sounds like we're yes. Okay, merchandise. We've sold a fair amount of merchandise. And this it is exists. your last week to get the PS1 shirt. It actually is, yeah. Has we anyone s- actually bought anything other than the PS1 shirt? Because all the know. pictures we've been sent are oh just the God, PS1 that's shirt. That's a good point, actually. We've yeah. not had I would a like single photo of the Vidiot's logo. And then we're just going back to the sort of basic bitch shirts, which are available in black and white on each design. Yeah, you can say, get black with shirts, the, with white either shirts. the yellow or the white logo. Yeah. So those will be available. We did say in the podcast uh, before we knew 
all of the details that the, the, the VS1 shirt would only be available for two weeks. But actually, it is staying until the end of the month. So those who... Payday. Yeah, payday, exactly. Those who, like us, are sort of surviving paycheck to paycheck and can spend an inordinate amount of money on an item of clothing instead of food yeah, when your yeah. paycheck comes in, which, of course, is, is a priority that we all have to make a decision Sacrifice, really, isn't yeah. it? There will be other shirts available eventually at some point. Eventually. Eventually. At uh, some point. Hello. We've got our, our lovely recorder back from E3. He's come back. Yes. He had a great time. He did. For those asking. Someone did actually ask if, if it had a great time. Or her. Had a, had a great time. Mm. It's obviously put a lot of work, but it's worth it in the end to create some quality content. Yeah, look at our mouths move if you're on YouTube and if you're on iTunes. It doesn't really matter. Look at that. Oh, my goodness me. That might work. Yeah. I hope so. Glitch. What is it? It's cancelled. When it's is cancelled. it? It's, it's not, not cancelled. It's not cancelled. Glitch is it's not cancelled. It has been moved to the end of the year. Hooray! Not so short notice, is it? You had an entire week to react to that news. Um, yep. <laughs> People who've bought tickets have been notified, we believe. Yeah, informed. Oh my Fucking God. hell. Hang uh. on. Can we just get a step-by-step sort of explanation of what just happened there? What? Oh. You, you went... It was a sneeze, but I didn't want to stop talking. I don't normally sneeze like that. That was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then you smacked your face into your pop yeah, shield. Yeah, I turned oh, around God. and my face hit my pop shield. Uh, apparently, people who have uh, bought tickets have been informed by a glitch themselves. Yes, it's so. now in October. We will be going to that as well. But yeah. guess what? Flights are non-refundable. So we're still going to Newcastle <laughs> next week. We're still going to go and see the Cultaholic Boys. We're going to get some nice little chats for the podcast. I'm going like to see my dog. You're going to see your dog. Peter's going to see his lady. And I'm going to sleep on the floor of Peter's house. No, we have a bed. Well, He's I going might to still sleep, on the, sleep floor. on the floor. Okay. I'm just more comfortable there. Well, that's what he's used to. Yeah. Yes. to you. I go in. Have you seen my flat? There's no furniture in it. Not a thing, it's weird. He's got all these cases filled with Game Boys, but no furniture. Mm -hmm. There's a display case for Game Boy stuff, and then there's a... a, You've got chairs for the Game Boys, not for you, though. Well, exactly. Yeah, there there is actually furniture, but it's not used as furniture. If people come to visit, they can put their Pokemon stuff on the chairs. Yeah. And then there's cardboard boxes around for us to sit in or on. It's like your cats. You just sit in boxes all day. Yeah. It's interesting. It is nice. So that's still happening. We are still going to Newcastle. Those of you who saw that news and were worried that, oh, the cultaholic thing's not going to happen for ages now. It's still happening. We're it doing is. Still it, happening. So don't you don't you worry about it. We also alluded to at the end of the last episode that we're changing the schedule up. <gasps> oh yeah, that, Ju- July is a big old month. July, a lot of things are changing. Yeah, um, we hope you'll be delighted. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, stop it, you silly boy. Uh, yeah, good one. Thank you. So make sure you watch our announcement video on Saturday to be filled in on all of the happenings about what is going on. Things are it's changing. for the greater good. The greater good. The greater good. Memory cards the- is dead. Fuck right. it. You killed it. It's your... F- no, it was not. It just didn't... It wasn't fun, was it? So It took us ages to write the shit. It's boring. Either that or we phoned it in and just read the Wikipedia page verbatim, which is kind of what I do for the podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Really? yeah. Speaking of which, Peter, yeah. should we start getting on with the things? The things? Or do you want to start with a question? A thing. That I would say we warm up with a question. One you want a warm question up question? Mood. Yeah. Okay. First question. <laughs> this comes from Ethan Lawrence, uh, at Ethan D. Lawrence on Twitter. Ethan D. Lawrence. He asks, most hyped for and least hyped for game at E3? 
And Mario Party. Party. Mario Party. What did you like and what didn't you like? Michael likes see- Mario Party. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, Nintendo's offerings were okay this year. Yeah, I yeah. wanted more, but I think Smash and Mario Party coming out within two days of each other is going to be pretty good. Smash it's going to be, be a busy Christmas. Because cool. yeah. you're a Nintendo fan. I'm a Nintendo boy when I'm not doing my cum poopers. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I've got a bone to pick with Beyond Good and Evil as well, actually. With Whoa. the bullshit of getting people to do spec work for free. Peter, what's oh, really? your favourite game of E3? Uh, yeah, probably... I mean, Spyro, in terms oh, of its okay. actual E3... Uh, presence was shit. So right. I would say, yeah, Beyond Good and Evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael seems angry about yeah. it. Yeah, you guys here. need to settle this Exploiting right now. Exploiting artists for free work in a, for a multi-million well, dollar on. budget game We've got the insane. guy from Looper who's there. He's helping out. What's his name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gould. <laughs> Joseph Gould. Joseph I don't know if Gordon. you're, if you're you trolling Loop- me, Michael. Or if oh, you're did you not see this? We're like, no, one- yeah, no, I saw this. Are you genuinely upset about yeah, it? Yeah, no, it's annoying that like companies think they can just like just basically get free work from people in a well, economy that's quite difficult. See, this is the issue: is that a bunch of people have taken to YouTube or Reddit saying, "I am, I can't believe like this attitude," and look at their terrible payment uh, scheme, which is basically they've like allotted an amount of money yeah. uh, that effect- effectively just gets divvied up at the end based on how much stuff was submitted and used. And within that, like, what your contribution to that thing was. Yeah. So people are getting really mad saying, like, but what if you spent fucking ages on, like, a backdrop and someone covered most of it up <laughs> and you only get paid, like, hardly anything for it? Can it's you like, very quickly give some context as to what this actually is? Yes, sorry, of course. So um, uh, Ubisoft came back with more Beyond Good and Evil 2 stuff this year at E3. And at the end, they said, hey, we're joining up with uh, a site called Hit Record." Or well remember hit record. You really are Ooh. a fan. I am a, a <laughs> hit record. Uh, where it's it's uh, it allows people to submit um, art, music, um, various just forms of media. Uh, but the focus is on collaboration, so it's not really about just submitting your your picture. Mm-hmm. Like someone then takes your picture and adds it to, as like to a poster that can be on the wall in the street or whatever. You know, in the game. In the game. Um, so that was announced. And they were like, oh, and we'll even be able to pay people for it as well. And then when certain, I would probably say, non-Beyond Good and Evil fans started like looking at this payment scheme, they were like, well, this is bullshit. Like, I'm a freelance artist. If I spend like hours upon hours on this thing, I want to either be paid per hour of work or I want to be paid like a lump sum that's agreed at the beginning when I deliver the stuff. And that's... That's not how freelance art works. And what are you doing, Ubisoft? And it's like, well, they're very transparent about how they're going to be paying people. And I thought, the, to me, the idea that you get paid at the end for it is just a bonus. They're not... They're not. They're hiring. They're hiring artists yeah, right now. It's just the fact that, obviously, they're not going to pay everyone. Like, you could spend hours on a bit of art and not get used. Well, exactly. Yeah. But you, you enter into it with that risk. If you're a freelance artist, like, struggling to pay the bills, you don't go, oh, fucking hell, Ubisoft has just opened a thing where fans can submit to a game. I'm going to s- send something to that, and hopefully I'll get paid fucking 200 quid at the end of the month for doing that. That's not how it works. It's mm. like, it's a scheme that allows people who are already doing fan art for free... And submitting it to the to the fan site, they're already doing that, and they're just saying, "Hey, that's cool. If you guys all collaborate with each other, we might be able to actually put some of that stuff in the game, mm. and we can probably even give you a bit of money as well. That would be good, wouldn't it?" 
that's what it is. It's not a call, it's not a professional call. I'm starting like, a union. How do you Fuck feel, this. Michael? Fucking Ubisoft. <laughs> Elon Musk over here, Mister. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to pay my workers. It's important <laughs> to know what this isn't, and what this isn't is like calling all freelance artists. We really want you to come and like give your professional skills to our game. But lol, we might not pay you much or anything at all. Mm. We might not even use the stuff you've spent hours on. It's like, hey, if you're a fan of the game. It's almost like a competition, really, and the prize is the... You get a Blue Peter badge at the end of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, if you're a fan of the game, submit your Blue Peter drawing on a piece of A4 in a stamped addressed envelope, mm-hmm. and we might put it in the game if it's really good, and so that's So it's like great. Fightbox, when they asked kids to design creatures and monsters to fight in the TV show Fightbox. Yeah, right. that's what it is. It's Fightbox, except all they're asking for right now is stuff to go on the radio that you listen to in your little space tuk-tuk, mm-hmm. and um, I think, yeah, like posters that go on the wall and stuff. Yeah. And if you send something in and they like it, they were like, hey... You win. Your thing is going in the game. And, actually, here's some money. It's not about... You like, want an example of a of one of those done badly, except you don't actually get paid and you don't really submit anything to them other than just your money. You want to look at uh, Shenmue 3, right. or whatever it's called. The one that was announced at E3 maybe three or four years ago. Yeah, it's taken it's, ages. It's It looked like the faces looked dreadful. They've made... <laughs> Very little progress. People were saying they were doing it deliberately to like emulate the old kind of yeah. It, face, like but... the def- the defense of that game is unbelievable, and people have been pouring money in to try and support it. And it's for stuff like your name will be in the welcome book of this inn yeah. in Whoa. the game. And people were just like, yeah, we've got to spend all that money. Whereas this, it sounds like you're actually able to contribute to something you love, and you might actually be in the game. That's what it is. I think that the, the the thing that splits the crowd on this is essentially whether you're like a big fan of the, of the franchise or not. And if mm-hmm. you are, you're like, my. Th- I would do it for free. If I was any good at like graphic design, I'd be like, hey, it'd be cool if I was playing the game and my poster was just on the wall. Like, yeah. I would just do that for free. Yeah, I'm coming from this from an outsider perspective as someone who's done freelance work in the exactly. past. And it fucking sucks. Not it's not paid. a call for yeah. professional freelancers, yeah. but people got really mad thinking that it was mm-hmm. and that they were putting out putting people out of a job at Ubisoft. But Ubisoft are also hiring artists right now, right, for like actual in-house and it's obviously stuff. the potential for a huge business venture with this hit record company as well which would be a load of uh exposure and money coming in i would have thought yeah so it's yeah so it kind of sounds like a win-win what are you excited for and not excited for about e3 oh i'm glad you asked michael <laughs> i'll keep it short um that's fine i don't don't I say beyond good and evil i, I get so, angry again i wasn't actually going to say beyond good and evil even that's oh, my so- i was going to say that's my actual answer but i don't want to be constantly talking about that on the podcast and right. i was just gonna say either i think dreams looks kind yeah, of fun yeah media molecules new, new game yeah or um what's that one you might even say it yourself other than spider-man what's that one with the kid painting the walls that looks oh concrete genie yeah, yeah concrete that looks genie. fantastic looks yeah that's a ps4 exclusive it yeah. looks lovely uh, yeah, I've got, uh, mostly sort of all the big Sony exclusive look, uh, exclusives look amazing. I, Death Stranding, I honestly, I couldn't give less of a fuck I'm about that. I'm so excited about Death Hid- Stranding. Hideo Kojima made some brilliant shit, yeah. but he's been let off the chain. Mm-hmm. This let game, him run. This let game him do what is he wants. never going to come out, ever. It's never going to fucking come out. Yeah. I've got no idea what's going on. I know that's the whole point because he's some sort of genius, but I'm reaching the point now, having played Metal Gear Solid 5, which I know was plagued with issues oh, that, that I... weren't necessarily his fault, no. but he yeah. definitely has to take some of the blame for them. After playing that, I felt so put off by his work. And I'm... seeing this, I don't think it's going to come out until like 
maybe six years from now because yeah. no one's going to tell him to stop. Yeah. There's no one to tell him to stop so anymore. Let, let him work away this weird thing that no one has no idea about. Oh, Everyone my, in the team is like, I'm recording this thing, but I don't know what it means. I'm like the least hyped for that out of almost everything just because I'm so... Because it's so overexposed, right? Well, not just because it's so overexposed, but it makes me angry because <laughs> I feel maybe at this point he has started to work out how these strands come together. But I'm reasonably sure that that first, the first couple of teasers that came yeah, out, yeah, no idea. What was all going he on. did was he was like, I guess we could do like, there's like some sort of black prints going around. Maybe there's like a baby inside the man yeah. who like does a thumbs up or whatever. Yeah, it's all that he kind just, of shit. It's just like, what the <laughs> fuck so are good. you doing? He just it's deliberately a- came up with a bunch of shit and then said, right, now I better like work out how this is all going to go together. But people, mm. some people think that like from day he's the one, second coming. he's had this amazing uh, like tapestry of a narrative in his head and uh, we're, we're just getting drip fed all oh, little clues and oh he knows already where it's going he everything and there might be a secret in there but he I doesn't think. have a fucking cl- he might do yeah. now but he had no fucking clue what he was doing because I'm fat because I genuinely don't give a shit about narrative in games right. I just like like experiences right. and being there in the moment so I'm like happy to have this loosely connected weird mm. dreamlike thing going on <laughs> yeah. I would love to be proven wrong but as it stands I'm sick of seeing this game yeah. because every time we see it it makes it's less like a, and less a 15 sense. minute trailer. It's a 15 <laughs> minute wank session. It's yeah. not going to be in the final game. And it's just introducing, like, introducing this actor who is in a thing and then is Guillermo renowned Del Toro for being comes running in. Arty. It's like, who is this? But I don't care yeah. who this is. I don't care. Anyway, so that wasn't even a game that I was particularly negative about, but it is one now, I suppose. <laughs> uh, all of the Sony stuff, uh, Spider-Man looks incredible. Yeah. The Last of Us 2, unbelievable. Uh, Ghosts of Tsushima, really blew me away mm-hmm. um, what are they called Sucker Punch's new games the, the guy that did the guys that did Infamous um, that looks brilliant uh, obviously you know there are other big ones like Fallout 76 where there's still a lot of questions about what that actually is uh, yeah. 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 but um, something else that I took away they didn't actually show a trailer for but I love the the new Wolfenstein games and uh, they announced Wolfenstein New Blood I believe mm-hmm. which is a co-op sequel where you get to play as B.J. Blazkowicz's uh, twin daughters. Nice. It's, oh. still, it's set in the 80s. The Nazis are still very much in control, um, which is what I like so much about the Wolfenstein games because they never end with like a supremely the happy, happy ending. ending. Yeah, it's yeah. just like you've just got a small victory in there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you're basically just a, just two badass Billy Badasses just running around beating the shit out of Nazis, and I think Sweet. that sounds awesome. Uh Least excited about pretty much all of Ubisoft's big games, I've realized. Yeah. They are synonymous for me with what is wrong with big AAA budget games. I'm so Because they just free. pump oh, them out. God, yeah. They just pump that shit out. And it, it's all, it all feels like an Ubisoft game. And I just don't care about it anymore. Yeah. Uh, so that was quite a boring conference to sit through. Like, The Crew 2, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what really? is that about? Just Ridiculous. Dance. It's always one of those. Sorry? Or not Just Dance. Is it just oh, Just Dance. dance. Yeah, 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 I mean, that, that's, oh, that's fine. I'm okay yeah, with that. whatever. Yeah, just I mean, it's like, do them. They sell. I like, just yeah, do them. But like, hitting by the numbers now. Here's yeah. the, the criteria of still, things you need to do. I still doing them. know that they're going to announce For Honor 2 at some point, and the entire world's going to go, <coughs> but why, though? Yeah. But, why? but why, though? Anyway, that was E3. I think we should move on to a thing, because some people listen to this podcast and don't know what games are, so... That, that like me, been, that would have been I utterly bewildering. Games. Are you here? What? Are you still with us, Michael? What? Uh, sorry. Hello, Ubisoft. Why oh. don't you talk about your thing, Michael? Why don't you go first? 
I just want to talk about jobs in the grand scheme of things. If we weren't doing... I the... work for Vidiots, Michael. You know this. Wait, what? Are you going to ask what I do for a living? That explains the paycheck I get every month. Oh. My Fuck, do I work God. for Vidiots as well? I think you might do. Oh, yeah. my God. Crazy. If you weren't doing Vidiots right now, where, which path do you think you would have went along? Oh. Assu- assuming previous job didn't happen as well. Name mm. redundant. And are we excluding all sort of similar jobs as well or um, not? Because I, I might be doing video somewhere. Yeah, know. let's just assume you'd never got into the YouTube sphere. Yeah, okay. What would you be doing? Um, I mean, I think I made some some like fairly poor decisions education wise. Yeah. Well, kind of. I'm 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 glad I did everything that I did, but uh, I I studied psychology for three years at Durham University. Ryan E at guy underscore one incognito with yeah. another one in it asks, "What did you guys study at uni?" Oh, right. there we go. Well, well, I guess we'll answer this as well. I studied psychology at Durham University for mm. three years, and that was really good. And uh, at the time, I think psychology was only just coming out of having a bit of a stigma for being the sort of science thing that people do if they kind of can't be asked or don't know what they want to do. <laughs> yeah. And I Isn't that sociology? Was, well, maybe also sociology. Okay. Uh, but I, I did it because I was genuinely interested in it. Right. And we co- covered some really, like, crazy fucking stuff about, like, what consciousness is. And it was, like, there was there was elements of, like, philosophy in it and stuff. It was really cool. Um, but afterwards, I was like, oh, uh, I don't really actually want to go into it in terms of, like, uh, clinical stuff because I would have to study for another fucking, like, four years. Mm-hmm. And if I've been able to do it without that, I might have gone into that. That's the thing it, about the ologies is there, there's a yeah. lot of extra work at the end there. Like, it interested me. Like, I didn't just take it because I didn't know what to do. Just but toss like, about it for a couple of years. Yeah. Oh, get student loan, be great. But yeah. afterwards, I was like, oh, I, I, can't, I can't hack academia for another four years. It's just not me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh... Uh, then I thought, like, oh, well, maybe I'd be good at, like, doing computer science stuff, like software engineering or, like, you know, shit like that. That was pretty tedious, you know? Like, I knew it would be a kind of nerdy environment and a kind of IT crowd literally sitting in the basement, you know, with no natural light coming into the room. Right. And I, I was happy to sign up for that, but just, I don't know. It's like the dawn on you, like, oh, this is not, this is not what I... Yeah, be. I don't know what I thought it would be, and I think I—I I don't think I went in, into it too naively, but yeah, I—I I did just sort of think, "What the fuck is this?" And at this point, I think that if I—if tomorrow uh, a bomb was dropped on YouTube, an actual <laughs> all nuclear the servers, bomb, all no, the, everything to do with YouTube, just those bits in, in particular were yeah. just wiped out. Oh if I God. was forced out of this uh, thing, I had to like start a new career. I think at this point I would like to just like be outside doing something. Yeah. yeah. I think I'd be doing something a lot more like practical and manual, mm. like maybe uh, fucking working for like the National Trust, oh. like looking after oh. deer and yeah. felling trees. And, you know, I'm not a big He's boy. A man. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not. Imagine a park can, ranger outfit. Yeah, really cute. A little park ranger outfit yeah. with your little buggy. but <laughs> like a but, neckerchief going on. But with a clipboard and you'd come around and check on the men cutting down the trees. Yeah, I think I'd be, uh, I'd get a lot of sax- satisfaction at this point yeah. just not being indoors all the time. Yeah. And uh, I I've, I grew up in the countryside and I kind of want to go back to that. That's what my dad it. did. Yeah? He up, yeah, he ended up working outside for a long time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm not yet built for it, but that's partly because I've been doing this job for like, yeah, three. Or Imagine four how years. ripped you'd be if you worked in the oh, woods. Oh my just god, you'd be wood strong. I would. Yeah, you would be. Oh. What about you guys? 
I think I've, I always wanted to get into uh, filmmaking and stuff. I've got yeah. friends who are now, now working like TV shows and films. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I was like, oh, that's kind of the path I want to go down, like working in the camera department as a camera assistant or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just such a hard industry to get into that yeah. it's very, very slim, the people who get into it. One of my friends is now working on some big feature film in uh, like Shepparton Studios. He made Mark Wahlberg laugh. And oh, I was like, oh my God, he's fucking that on made... the LinkedIn. Yeah, Jesus. Damn. I think uh, before I got into YouTube, I was like, in the, I was in the process of setting up a freelancer photography business as well. Oh, cool! So I was like getting my website together, getting a applying for you know the tax things, yeah, and getting ready for the world of you know doing my own tax and mm. doing all the shitty paperwork that comes with it and mm. not yeah. getting paid invoices. Yeah, thanks guys. I, I did. I'm still <laughs> nightmares from the wedding I did. The that wedding. They just didn't pay me for. Yeah. Oh my god. We chased for a year. That never came to anything. That's but, unbelievable. Um, I think realistically, I, uh, to answer the university question, I studied film production at university, which is a terrible degree for employability, uh, but I've made it work. Wow. Yes, you absolutely <laughs> yeah. have. Yeah. But it was, a good, it was a good degree. I learned, like, it taught me so much about working in teams and just, like, you know, getting projects done, how to handle things, which is, it was really good. But as a degree, that piece of paper is worthless. Right. Mm. But, um, the experiences are all that matter. Yeah, the knowledge gain. Yeah, I fully, I fully expected to graduate from university and just go into like a part-time job at a shop or something. Right. Because yeah. I, I, I just didn't feel I had any career prospects. But oh, Mikey. Don't let you, don't get yourself down. One day you could be me. Oh. <laughs> you could have made it. Yeah. You could fart on the We've internet. Made it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell your God. <laughs> Stoke on trend. I hope one day to get into the film world, but yeah, I think that's yeah. for later on in life. That's yeah. the next goal, isn't it? Yeah, You've yeah. always got to have a goal, haven't you? Always mm. aiming for the next thing. Benj. Um, I did radio production at university, mm-hmm. and that was because I listened to a lot of radio, and it was sort of like a, a snap decision. Because you're always... it's It seems to be less emphasis on it now, but certainly, you know about 10 years ago it was very much well that's the thing you do you go to secondary school you go to sixth form or college and then you go to university so it's yeah. like well I'm going to university because <laughs> that's what I'm meant to do mm-hmm. I don't know what to do I like radio well, why don't I go do that and I'd been doing hospital radio for a little while and I'd um, my other passion my main passion though was games and it always was games right. and I loved games media I was a huge fan of PSM3 magazine while that was still around and like big PlayStation guy and I used to talk to my my friends about PlayStation stuff all the time started a podcast in about 2009 yeah. uh, which I still do now very rarely because yeah. it's hard to organize it but um I was always interested in games media, and I always did it as a side thing. Like I would, I would write and and record podcasts, and then once I got to uni, I started making videos as well and messing around with that kind of stuff, and uh, started writing properly for a website. Did some uh, work experience for uh, official PlayStation magazine, and um, chatted with like uh, Rob from PlayStation Access and things like that, just to. You know, to ask them about how you know how did you get into the industry, mm. that kind of stuff. So that yeah. was always that was always my goal on on the side of everything I did. And then when I got to my last year of uni, I thought I I fucking hate radio. <laughs> <laughs> like I just despise all the rules, all of the. And I wasn't some like law breaking badass. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like I just didn't enjoy it. Like I didn't have much fun with it. I mean, yeah, and so. I really doubled down on on game stuff and I went to a lot of events and met a lot of people and had various other terrible jobs that on the side I would still do all this gaming stuff. Um, so I'd like to think that if I if I hadn't ended up falling into the YouTube game, I at the very least would either be doing freelance voiceover 
somewhere mm. um, or ending up at maybe uh, some sort of gaming outlet that could afford to pay me, like yeah. uh, the GameSpot or the IGN. Um, but I always wanted to work for the Oxcast. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, so that yeah. was quite. An that early was always kind goal. of like one of those weird dreams. Oh, it'd be nice to do that, but that's they have an never application system yeah. on their website, but it just gets flooded with, I assume, like nine-year-olds who mm. are like, I can do Minecraft videos. Yeah, I record it on my Android phone using the screen recorder <laughs> software. So yeah, I'd, I'd either be doing one or the other or a combination of both. I'd like to think some sort of voiceover or some kind of uh, video game journalism. Really, that would yeah. be. That would be my goal. But here we are, and we find ourselves hey. here, don't we? All three of because us. Because we're all hilarious Managed people, and we just couldn't be contained on the pages of a book. Or God, dogs cast sauce. I'm like, God, these guys are so funny. We've got to pay them just We've got to bring these guys money. in. We've got to pay them oh, that money. Oh, all of, dollar. Well, some of it. Some of the money. But yeah. There we go. Nice. That's it. Hopefully that fills a lot of people in, because we do get that question a lot. What would yeah. you be doing now if you didn't have a fake job? <laughs> what would be your real job if you didn't have this fake job? I'm angry that you've got that fake job that I wish I had. And uh, fuck you. I, I, what would you be doing if you had to actually work in the real world like mm. I do? Probably miserable. Yeah. Yep. I certainly was before I started doing an interesting oh, job. My six months at McDonald's were, that was an eye opening experience to like, I don't want to do this. I can't do this. Yeah. And now you're not. Hey. Now you're fighting Maybe. into the microphone. Yeah. I'm going to go back to that McDonald's and Simon side. Like, fuck you, Mark. Yeah, Mark. Fuck you. Fuck you, <laughs> you Give Mark. me a job. Fuck you. You piece of shit, yeah, Mark. Mark. Take it. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Ben. Thank along. you, Peter. Question Thank time. You. God, it's a university special. This is from Harrison Ford. Kalman. Sorry. Uh, at DeFooFighter666 oh. on Twitter. He asks, what was the biggest tr- amount of trouble you ever got into in school slash college slash university? The biggest in year two. We were doing it in like, primary school. Yeah. So how old were you? Six. Uh, year two. That's two thousand and two. Born in nineteen ninety four. Seven. So that's eight. Anyway, the naughtiest thing I did in primary school, at yeah. least, was uh, we had a spelling test, and I snuck the answers into my tray, oh, and I kept no. checking them. And obviously, at the end, my teacher realised and said, like, "Michael, I'm really disappointed in you," and he made me do the test again oh. without it. And I, I did, did all the same right. thing, but I got away with it. Uh, see, I got and caught. I got the high. I got. I the fucking whole... shot myself. Does Mister Hastings come over like Michael? Oh. I was like, "Oh no, Mister." Hastings yeah, as well. He made me do it, do it properly, and I, I did all right. I got seven out of ten. So you know, oh, <laughs> well, that's pretty good. I, I think ours was. Oh god, but I got away with it, and then I went through the whole thing of Ben got the highest marks in the class, well and done, I stood ben. there, smiled and waved <laughs> through the whole thing. Then I got home and I cried. They, un- <laughs> they unveiled a commemorative plaque. <laughs> he did. He I got all the way. I got right. all the way home. I went to bed. And then I, would, I just felt so guilty that I had to go and talk to my dad about it because I just felt oh, awful. Do you remember, like, as you? a kid, if you, got, if you got told off, did the teachers ever mm. tell you to tell your parents? No. It's like, you wanted you to tell your dad what you've done today. <laughs> and then I went home and told my dad that I got told off. It's like, why didn't I just keep my mouth shut? My dad didn't have to know yeah. that I got told off. I don't know. No, I didn't get in trouble that much in primary school, so... I think my, my favourite moment is a second-year university going to a house party and uh, setting fire to a pinata outside on the street and just hitting that and having, like, 20 people oh crowded around it all chanting, screaming. Wow. And the police turned up. And then just... Holy shit, did you start a cult? <laughs> yeah, I think we did. It was, yeah. Oh, my God. One of my friends was very drunk, screaming, fuck the police, fucking hate the pigs. Wow. <laughs> and what happened? We just, we just ushered them off to town and we had a night out. Oh, yeah. While Aww. other people dealt with the police oh, so that the was house. just the start of the night. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God. Uh, Peter, what did you do? 
Um, what are you in for? One thing that, that wasn't naughty, but was, it, it's kind of similar, it's relevant, is that uh, I had an older, I've got an older brother who I went to school with. Or sister. Uh, or sister, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's two years older than me. And, or younger. Or younger. <laughs> and uh, I went to a school that only went up to year two, and then everyone moved on to a separate school that did oh. like three to six. Interesting. Okay. Um, and when I was at the second of the primary schools, uh, it was my first year, and he'd been there for three years. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said to my mum one day that it was non-uniform day <laughs> on Friday. And I nice. said to him, no, I think that's next Friday, isn't it? And he said, no, 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 it's this Friday. And I said, no, no, I'm pretty sure it's next Friday. And he said, no, it's next. It, it, you're wrong. So... <laughs> My mum believed the older child who'd been going to the school for three years. Oh, God. Mm. And we got into our non-uniform. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced it's next week. He's saying it's tomorrow. And uh, went into school. And I remember pulling up outside the school. My gran used to drop us off. Uh, and I remember hearing my brother, who was sat in the front seat, he's in uniform. <laughs> They're all in uniform. <laughs> no! And at that point, I think... My gran had to. She sort of said, "Like, well, am I going to take you home to change then, or what?" And it was it was a pain in the ass to get in and out of this school. It was right yeah. in the middle of the city, and we, as I say, I grew up in the middle of like the countryside, and um, we just went in, and we had to go to Mister Washington's office, oh, who no. was the headmaster, and uh, explain. And he just was disappointed. But oh, said, Mr. Austin, okay. I thought you were better than this. Yeah, but just said, well, you're just going to have to stay in your fucking non-uniform, aren't you? That's oh, what he said. In your fucking you're, non-uniform. Fucking non-uniform. Non-uniform. you're just going to have to stay in your fucking non-uniform. Pain in the arse. Never have I been less uh, happy to be in non-uniform at school. Because yeah. oh, when we went out into the playground at, at fucking break time, there's just me and my brother... <laughs> Sticking out like a sore thumb in quite bright clothes, as I remember. I think I was in like. Were you rocking the tie dye? I was in like yeah. orange. Yeah, this was in the late nineties, so yeah, I was a tie dye era. It wasn't quite tie dye, but I had orange shorts on and a, a slightly different shade orange t-shirt. Nice. Uh, and he was in like lime green, I think. <laughs> what a fucking pair! <laughs> and there's all these kids in there, fucking looking like starburst flavors, black <laughs> blazers and shorts. And stuff. Well, they won't be, won't have been in blazers, but you know, just just grey, horrible, boring, boring uniform. So mm. that was uh, that was pretty bad. Oh no, yeah, awful. Um, For some reason, I signed up for uh, choir in primary school. Mm-hmm. So it's that, it's that you lose a lunch break to go sing some shitty songs. I don't know why I thought it'd be a fun thing to do. And after in my second week there, I was just kind of like playing with toys in the corner. And the teacher was like, if you don't want to be here, you can just go. I was like, all right. <laughs> just walked out the room, wow. which I don't think was the response they were expecting. I was like, oh, sweet. I've got a way out of this. We, lived, we, we appear to have had very similar primary school experiences because I had the same thing happen. But when I was told one lunchtime that it wasn't on by the music teacher, I involuntarily, <laughs> without even thinking, just went, yes! <laughs> 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 you broke that because they're, they're, yes. they're volunteering looks... time to run this little class yeah. and then you tell little Ben oh sorry Ben he looked today. broken yeah. he looked broken um, <laughs> sorry Mr Rose I didn't mean oh you, you had a music teacher called Mr Rose too yeah oh my fuck? god that's weird <laughs> Jesus oh. I remember in a similar vein but not at school 
I, uh, in the village that I grew up in, there was like an amateur dramatic society. They were put on a panto every year mm-hmm. and all the kids would go and be part of it, but they were just sort of the ensemble, whereas yeah. grown-ups would do all the main roles. Mm. And uh, I, at one point, I was with these like six other kids and we were going to dress up as ghosts and we would dance to the Ghostbusters theme tune. Wow. While I don't even know which play it was, but like, you know, Robin Hood is walking through the haunted forest or whatever and there's ghosts <laughs> dancing around him. That yeah. was the idea. And I remember... Uh, being taken to one side at one point by the woman who was organising it. I don't know why she was asking me specifically, but she went, Peter, would you be devastated if we had to remove the ghost dance? And I didn't know what the word devastated (laughs) meant. So I just had to give a sort of grey answer, like, well... I wouldn't mind, but I wouldn't be... So you had so. no idea what you were answering. <laughs> I, didn't you, I didn't know if that meant would I be overjoyed or really disappointed. So I just went, um, I don't know, I wouldn't mind. And she went, okay, well, I think we're going to have to get rid of it. Oh, no. Oh, you should have just cried. I learned what devastated meant. Because oh. you felt it for the first time. I, I wouldn't have been devastated oh, at all. No, if, if I'd... It's lucky, ticket. really, that, like, in your case, that I didn't think that the word devastated meant fucking over the moon. Because I might have said to her, oh yeah, God, get rid of it. Jesus. It's it's shite. It's humiliating. The fact that we're even talking about it disgusts me. (laughs) Yeah. My God. Well, the the worst thing I ever did, um, it wasn't even getting in trouble. It was just quite a, a harrowing, traumatic experience. At the end of my first year of uni, I was a bit of a silly boy at uni. I think a lot of people are for the first year. Mm. Like, well... I don't have to go to fucking anything. I've got all this money that's not mine. I can eat pizza. I can play video games all night. And sometimes if I don't want to go to university, I don't fucking have to. We had these um, log tests or something like that. Phase tests, Mm -hmm. I think they were called. Now, I didn't know that these were sort of mandatory and counted towards some kind of final grade. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, And I sort of just didn't do a lot of them by not showing up. So it got to the end of the year, um, I had my summer, came back at the start of the second year. It was weird. For some reason, my student loan didn't get paid. Oh, God. Um, for some reason, I wasn't on any of the registers. It was oh, really strange. You not had your timetable through? No. So you just went back to uni assuming, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, back. Yeah, I was renting a house with a group of people. Like, and oh, business Jesus. continued as normal. For a month and a half, I went like this. And then I finally got the answer, and it was because I was... Out of university. Wait, They'd what do you mean me for out. a month and a half you went? I just attended. Oh, you just went, just to, went, lectures. went to lectures. Yeah, How I just you got know time when to... they were on. Did someone? You just yeah, yeah. Got someone... Like I, you know, I. It's hard to believe, but I was friends with some people. Right. What? And you know, I you was... were just like, oh, my timetable. Can yeah, I just see you yours? find me over the timetable. I, I went. I did the work. Like I just. It was so strange. Oh my God. So then I found out that I had been kicked out of university, and I never knew this. The the full story is essentially because the administrative department of De Montfort University is a load of shit and yep. they are so dreadful, they listed my home address as my term time address. Oh. So they sent all communications to an address that I had moved out of yeah. because I'd gone home for the summer and then wouldn't be coming back to. God. Telling you Telling me out. that I could, hey, I could come, come back. back and reset them over right. the summer if I wanted to. Oh, no, it wasn't even that. It was you can reset them from home. So oh, you can just God. fucking Google the answers yeah. and put them in. It was an engineering uh, course because right. mine was Institute of Engineering Technology because it was a Bachelor of Science. Mm. And, you know, how else are you going to fucking pad out a degree about radio? Yeah. And... Um, 
so yeah, you could just do them from home, but I didn't get that. And so then I was removed and not told no, because shit. presumably they sent another letter. So then I had to appeal and I went with the, the, the course leader to a meeting with admissions. And they basically said, well, you know, it, it would probably be better really if you if you just sort of sat it out and did your second year next year. And I was like, that's not going to happen mm. because I'm here. Yeah. I've got a house. I'm renting, I'm a, renting house. a place that I currently have no money for. And my <laughs> course leader fought for me as well. Because while, yes, I should have attended them, and yes, I should have done them, yeah. I was not afforded the same opportunities as others who had failed because yeah. of their fuck-up. Oh, yeah, they should have so, messaged you saying... Yeah. Well, they, they, they did, but they fucked up. So then I got to do it again, did it, fired it back, and then everything was fine. Great. And then I got a first. So oh, nice. Fucking fucking I didn't get a first. Suck like a dick. God, get you. Yeah. The one other thing that sticks out in my mind that we did when, when I made it to high school is uh, my friend Beth... Uh, me and her and a bunch of other people used to occasionally hang out in the library at lunchtime because we were cool kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was this um, uh, French book that was, it was almost like a picture book in that that each double page spread would be a big scene (gasps) and all around the edge there was like a border and it had like images from the scene with the French word next to it. So it was just to learn vocab. And he would like try and spot the, you know, it was was for kids really. I don't know why it was in a high school. Mm -hmm. But we got this book and uh, we were flicking through it. I don't know why we chose to pick it up, but there were a couple of knobs that had been drawn in it. Oh, no, Wilsons. Yeah, little Wilsons uh, on sort of the dad or, you know, that <laughs> Just kind of on thing. the face or in the crotch area? I, I think mostly in the crotch area, okay. maybe on a, a few people's heads, but there were only yeah. maybe six in the entire book. Six Wilsons. Uh, so we put penises on every conceivable place that there could be one. Did and you live super were, bad? Sorry? Did you live super Pretty bad? Pretty much. Couldn't stop But they were dicks. just the, the standard two complete perfect circles and yeah. uh, half a sausage. A gibbon. A gibbon. The yeah. inverse yeah. gibbon. And I I wish... I, we had photos of this book and we kept them for a long time, but then they were on someone's hard drive and they got lost. Oh. But it was hysterical. <laughs> right. There was like a man watering his flowers and obviously the hose pipe was a knob (laughs) there was a ballerina who was like on one leg and the other leg was like over her head and we put a penis between her open legs. Of course. Yeah. Uh, going into else, or escaping from? Uh, coming out like she was a, a boy a boy girl. Oh, oh my God. One yeah. of those. One of those. Actually, yeah, we didn't put one, We didn't put it going in. Maybe we should have done. And all the one I mean, that's the obvious. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Less innocent than just drawing knobs on something. There was a supermarket scene and there was like a greengrocer's uh, aisle and there was a big crate with oranges and every two oranges oh, next no. to each other <laughs> were the balls of another penis. A crate of Williams. Yeah. And there were... There were some major pube bushes going on as well. It was just covered, absolutely covered. And presumably that book has now been destroyed. Well, we don't. It was there for a long time because Beth and a couple of my my other friends were quite into musical theatre and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And they ended up going back to the school after we'd left, I think, to do some sort of choir thing or I don't know exactly what it was. But while they were there, they went up to the library and found the book and it was still there. Oh, my God. But we were talking about it actually just a couple of days ago and uh, we're convinced it must have been found at this point. Right. But we would love to go back and... It's the fabled book that everyone wants to read, the knob book. (laughs) Oh, no. I wish I could could describe how, how many penises there were. 
We used to have a Scrabble hour like every Wednesday at school, and one time a kid put down the word dildo, <laughs> and the teacher lost his shit. He oh, started screaming at him. Wow. He started crying. It was hilarious. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so funny. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. So you know what it means, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. My brother... Sorry, we're just... It's anecdote yeah, chains It here. is. I'm desperately trying to look at an, an avenue out of this anecdote This city. is a quick... I'll, I'll do a quick one. God. My brother said that he was once uh, being driven to a birthday party uh, by my dad, and some of his other friends were in the car with him, and for some reason they were playing a game where all it is is they were thinking of words or phrases and taking one letter out of it, and that was just amusing to him. <laughs> yeah. And at one point, someone suggested the word blast off, and his friend went, bast off. And my dad slammed the brakes what? on. What? He thought, because they were only like eight years old, and he thought that this bad-influenced child was saying bastard in the back oh. of the car. Oh. And he turned around, he was like, we will not have language like this in oh. my car. This kid just went, bast off. And like, <laughs> screeched. What, what was that? Bast Excuse me? Bast off. Had no idea what he'd done wrong. And I think they must have explained. No, I said bast off. Oh, my not God. Not bastard. God. Jesus. Anyway, Ben, yeah. please get us out of the well, hole. A wonderful story, a thing, and a question there. Yeah. Wow. Um, we're going to move on to another a thing now. Peter, do you mind if I hop in? It's not a very long one. Please do. I've got some more amusing deaths for you. Yay. Oh. So would you like to hear the titles? These today come from empora.com. So right. forgive the wording of some of these descriptions because they're a bit... He's not fell with the velocity of a thousand hammers. You know, it's kind of just <laughs> shit. Uh, so we've got... These are um, actual bona fide Darwin Award winners mm-hmm. for people who have died in stupid ways. These are real people and these are real stories. Gosh. We've got the ski resort sledge thief... Cool. We've got the Mid-Mountain Road Bailout, the Brainless Bungee Jumper, the Luckless Sled Neck, the Utah Paraplunger, the Amateur Cliff Diver. They're all sporty. The Kite Surfer Who Took Flight, the Niagara Falls Jet Ski Jumper. Nice. Uh, the Amateur Electrician, and finally, the Pissed Up Parkour Star. I want right. to do the bungee one. That's my vote. The bungee one. And those last two sound good as well. Okay, let's go for the bungee one. Where are you? The luckless sled Speaking neck. of electricians, if I wasn't doing this, that's probably a job I'd want to go into. Oh, yeah? yeah. Really? My friend is a trade. Learn a trade. Yeah. yeah. You're always going to need sparks. Wicks. Learn a trade. Wicks. Fuck off. Yeah, get to fuck, mate. Yeah. I'll fuck you up. The brainless bungee jumper. In 1997, police in Reston, Virginia, issued a statement saying they had found the body of 22-year-old Eric Barcia, who had apparently died attempting to bungee jump off a 70-foot bridge. Issuing com- commercial bungee operations... Is that how you meant to say that? Issuing? Issuing. No, Issue. as in S-chewing. Oh, S-chewing. As in ignoring. Ignoring I- commercial bungee operations, Eric had apparently taken matters into his own hands and tied several bungee cords together. Ooh. He strapped himself on securely, tied the other end to the bridge, and jumped, confident in the knowledge that he'd carefully measured out the bungee's total length, oh, no. just under 70 foot. Of course, what Eric had forgotten oh. was that oh. bungee cords stretch, and so he slammed face first into the floor. Fuck. Fuck. That's a good way to go. You just get to see your death coming towards you. Eric, you idiot. Tied them all together. Yep, that is exactly 70 feet. I will be fine. <laughs> I'm going to just snap and stop Bean, on every to the bottom. Mr. Bean cartoon sketch, that, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, one, one, two, <laughs> three. 
just looks up at the bridge, seven two, and then measures this bungee. <laughs> and as it goes down, two. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, nine. <laughs> uh, so I'll do the last two. Yeah. I've actually also got two here that I quite like that okay. I think you will enjoy as well. Great. The ski resort sledge thief. In 2008, 46 year old David Monk was on holiday in Soz Dol. Do, do. Right. It, he was on holiday in Italy yes. with a group of friends. After having a few beers one evening, the lads decided to steal a protective mat that covered the metal barriers at the bottom of the slope and use it as a sledge. Oh no. They hiked up the hill, hurled themselves down it, and promptly slammed straight slammed. into the very same barrier they'd stolen the protective mat. <laughs> oh, good job. David died on the spot, earning himself a Darwin Award in the process. He was a brilliant guy, David's friend Alan McGregor told the Daily Mail. We're not sure brilliant is the word we'd have chosen. See, uh, there you go. There's that sort of writing yeah. I was warning you about. It's kind of... Wisecracks. <laughs> hey, he died. The Mid-Mountain That's Road... Saying. That's <laughs> what they're saying. Yes, it's it is. funny. He died. He, he died, which means he's not alive anymore. Which means he's dead. That's funny. In 2001, a story appeared in the South Idaho Press detailing the death of a man named Marco, who had been driving a van full of friends back from a day on the mountain when his brakes failed. Ah. In a truly heroic manoeuvre, Marco leapt from the moving vehicle before it careered off a cliff edge without telling anyone else about the brake problem first. Oh, Oh my God. Thankfully, one of the other passengers stepped in to save the day, managing to bring the van to a halt. They then walked back up to hit... They then walked back up the hill to find that Marco had fatally miscalculated his cowardly leap to safety and hit his head on the pavement, killing himself. No one else was injured. He deserves that. That's yeah. fair. What a twat. Yeah. So he jumped out the car, trying to save his own skin, and died. Why not at least go, my brakes are failed, everyone get out! And then go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What an arsehole. Maybe someone it was else a plan managed to, to kill them it. all. Yeah. Kill them all. Last two. So this one is the amateur electrician, right? We want to hear this one? Michael. In 1999, jet skiing featured in the Darwin Awards once more. This continues on from another article point. (laughs) This time, the hapless individual was uh, was a man named Rodney. Which is always a good electrician name. Rodney. Would you change your name to Rodney? Rodney Johnson. Rod Johnson. Who was happily doing laps of Lake Washington when he realised his battery was, was running a bit low. Pulling up towards the shore, he moored his jet ski and ran to get a set of jump leads. He plugged the ends into a 110-volt outlet and ran down to the water's edge, carrying the crocodile clips. Unfortunately, he didn't stop at the edge and plunged straight in, oh, electrocuting himself instantly. Fuck. His body was apparently found floating under the dock later that evening. Lovely. Smelling delicious. Smelling just (laughs) ready to... mm. The pissed up parkour star. In 2002, a group of lads from Maidenhead, inspired by what they'd seen of Paris, Paris's parkour scene, decided to give free running a go. Things started well for Mark and his mates. They found a gap between two multi-story car parks with a 40-foot drop below. Oh. And after taking a good long this is run up, first try. and after measuring a 40-foot bungee cord, <laughs> one, Mark managed to clear it. Oh, chuffed well with his achievement, he headed to the pub with his pals. That should be the end of the story, shouldn't it? Yeah. On their way home, they passed the car park again, and it was then that things started to go wrong. Full of Dutch courage that comes from a couple of points, Mark threw himself at the gap again, but lost his balance on the far side and fell 40 foot onto solid concrete. No amount of alcohol could have cushioned that blow. I'm surprised Mark. I haven't done something like that yet because when I'm drunk I get a lot of courage and I just kind of do whatever feels you right do. at the time. It is a miracle you're still... You've injured yourself a few times. Yeah, yeah, quite badly. Yeah, like have. Bash heads off floor, mm. done in shoulders. Dunning but I'm shoulder. yet to jump off a heavy thing. I think I've climbed things before. Oh, oh no. God. Please don't do that. Uh, Who's going to edit stuff for us? 
People no think one. you edit everything, don't they? Yeah, I do. You do nothing. Around. Every yeah. single thing is edited by Michael Johnson. So. Yeah. So, so it's good because it means if anyone does anything well, I get compliments. You yeah. do. But yeah. if any you two fuck up, it falls back on me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but we all have the same happens. job title at What Culture, but we again, we didn't do anything. We just sat there all day. Yeah, do you have yeah. the same job title here? Is yours the same as mine and Ben's? Content creator. Yeah. 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 Okay. Content producer. Oh, shit. Yeah. I want to be video wizard, but Terps wasn't. Oh, happy. Yeah. oh <laughs> that's a shame. Is it time to go to Weird Copedia? Do you know what? It's time to go to Weird Internet, but not Copedia today. That's good. Let's Google. keep running weird with that Google. name. It's the kind yes. of thing that could Google. be on Weird Copedia, but uh, yeah, okay. We're not we're not deviating too much from okay. the okay. theme. Okay. 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 So you've brought some interesting stupid deaths today. Yeah. I've brought some interesting stupid laws of Great Britain and oh. Northern Ireland. No way. Yes. Are we, is it about? Are we about to kill some? Some Scots, is that what we're about to do? Because uh, there's loads of laws about that. Oh, there's that one, yeah. Um, I lived near York when I was a boy, mm-hmm. and there was a, allegedly a law that if a Scots, if you're standing inside the walls of York, and I think you might have to be like up on the actual ramparts, because there are city walls around it that are ancient, mm-hmm. um, you can shoot a Scotsman with a bow and arrow legally. Nice. I don't know if that's true. Sounds fair. Don't know how you'd tell if they're a Scotsman, but... They might have to be playing bagpipes as well. Wearing a kilt. Yeah. Orange hair. Yeah. Uh, So, Mm. I want you to identify if any of these are not true. Oh, okay. Source Mm. of these is from http colon forward slash forward slash britainexplorer.com slash strange hyphen british hyphen laws. You can go there as well. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. It is illegal... To keep a pigsty in front of your house. Unless duly hidden. Okay. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. It is illegal to willfully and wantonly disturb people by ringing their doorbells or knocking at their doors. Mm. All right. Okay. Okay. It is illegal to order or permit any servant to stand on a windowsill to clean or paint it. It's illegal. Okay. Mm. You'll get arrested if you ask your servant to do that. An employer cannot give a bad reference as this may constitute libel. Okay. It's illegal. It could be libelous. It is illegal to eat a mute swan unless you're the Queen of Great Britain. A mute swan? A mute swan. That's just a breed of swan. Right, because they're very loud. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That is one that is a bit more sort of famous. Yes. And that one is true. That's a true one. They're all true so far. Oh, they're all true? Yes. Okay, all right. I was was trying to find the fake one. Yeah. They're all true so far. Okay, oh, amazing. There are there are plenty more. I want you to just shout out. There might be there might oh. be various fake ones, but they, oh, okay. are, they are all true. Because my guess was um, the knocking on people's doorbells would yeah not be. The, is that actually illegal? They're all or everything I've said. So you see, your, your pig sty has to be around the back or duly hidden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fair. You want to keep the piggy. Don't you fucking outside. knock on a doorbell if you're willfully and wantonly disturbing? No, no, no. As no, a no, kid, 100%. I did that, and the guy. Go out his windows. I'll chuck a fucking pink toilet off your head, you little shit. Pink toilet? Pink, he's some, for some reason specified pink toilet. Oh. Oh. Maybe he's got one. Yeah, maybe. Don't let your servants get on the windowsill. Uh, and a bad reference could be libelous. That's yeah. true. Okay. That's very yeah, true. Yeah. It is illegal to eat a mute swan unless you're the queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's slightly more complicated than people think. And it's to do with like whether they're marked or unmarked swans or whatever. So I think like if a swan... Two swans have a baby that's not yet been like tagged. Right, you right. Can probably eat it, but you're not allowed to you got, kill it. You got to pounce right. quick. You're never allowed to kill a mute swan, but you can probably eat it if it's unmarked. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it is still an offence to beat or shake any carpet, rug or mat in any street in the Metropolitan Police District, although you are allowed to shake a doormat before 8am. I feel like that's that's got to be a real one, yeah. That's way too specific to be fake. It is, yeah. That's true. It's true. That's a true one. It is an offence to be intoxicated and in charge of a cow in Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds true. It carries a penalty fine of up to 1,200 Great British Pounds. No way. uh, Excluding the cost of looking after the cow. Oh, shit. Okay. That is true. Yeah. Sounds like a true one. A person shall not enter the hull of the Titanic without permission from the Secretary of State. What? A person shall not enter the hull of the Titanic this, without permission from the Secretary of is State. Is this written when it wasn't at the bottom of the ocean? No, this is it as it is now. Oh, shit. Oh. The Secretary oh. of State. Yeah. Of the United Kingdom. I mean, I, I guess it's like a, a landmark. Yeah, I guess so. Is there... Do, do they have any jurisdiction over that? I don't, I don't know. That doesn't sound right, but it's probably okay. true. Yeah, I guess so. That's true. It's true. Oh yeah. my god, that's weird. So you got to get permission if you want to go diving down there. Yeah. Damn. I'm pretty sure it's like so far down that you would die yeah, if you were yeah. that far. You have to go in right. like um, James Cameron submarines, don't you? <laughs> yeah, oh god, James. <laughs> James. Um, under the terms of the 2004 Polish Potatoes in England order, right. no person shall, in the course of business, import into England potatoes which he knows to be, or has reason to cause to suspect to be, Polish potatoes. Is there some story behind that? That's all I've got for you. Oh. I'm going to say it's true. Yeah. It's true. Oh, oh God. It's true. Maybe They're all true. Of, They're all true. Maybe there's some kind of Polish potato disease that we're not... Yeah, that, maybe. They don't yeah. want us bringing into England. Under the terms of a bylaw, it is illegal to jump the queue in the tube ticket hall. I love that. It's illegal to jump the queue. It's illegal. That's where to queues jump come from. You so can get in our British culture. apprehended by a policeman. Oi! Mm. If you jump the queue. Stop that. Get back here. Stop right What do you think? Does that sound believable? That sounds true. Yeah. It is. It's a very British law. All beached whales and sturgeons must be offered to the reigning monarch. Moloch. Must be. (laughs) The reigning mollusk. All beached whales and sturgeons must be offered. When you say offered, is that just like, hey. Do you want this? Do you want this this big body? Yeah. You have to go to the queen or her her people and say I'm going to change it up and say that's false because I'm say it's true that's true ah oh. it's true oh God. weird they don't do it anymore but you it's it's written yeah. in the law of England it's book. just a delicious treat isn't it it's, it would be rude not to offer yeah. it uh in London yeah. it is illegal for a person with the plague to flag down a taxi or try and ride inside a bus. That's fair. That's that sounds that sounds fake. Mikey, you uh, think it's true? I mean, it makes sense. Maybe not. It makes logical Maybe not sense. Maybe not a lot, but the but time it periods upon. are way off there on the plane. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. That doesn't make it. Oh, you sense. get a horse taxi, couldn't you? Not a bus. <laughs> this horse one's bus. slightly sneaky, in that it's okay. true, right? But not. In such specific words. So this is actually, if you have any notifiable disease, it's actually illegal to get onto public transport. So if you had the plague, you're not allowed in a taxi. I see. So you were being a sneaky Pete. I was being a sneaky Pete. Well, this I ripped that straight from the website. They had it written plague on a taxi, (laughs) and then they put a footnote saying, actually, it's like Uh, if you've got uh, any sort of. This is the final one. The final countdown. It's false. 
It is illegal under the terms of the Prohibition and Inspections Act of 1998 to cause a nuclear explosion. Oh, God. That's so pesky because I was going to do that. Wait, is that legal? Is it, is, it, is it not actually a law against that? Can I cause a nuclear explosion if I want to? Well, would they specify, do you think, in the 1998 Prohibition and Inspections Act? That sounds true. Oh. It's true, they're all true. Oh, that sounded ridiculous, but they were all true. They don't sound real. In in that, I remembered one ridiculous thing. uh, One ridiculous thing from my local area. Yeah, people from Hartlepool are called monkey hangers because in the 1800s, a French ship was like shipwrecked off the coast. And everyone died on the ship except for one monkey. I heard about this. Yeah, and the monkey was apparently dressed in a in like a sailor's outfit. Yeah, and they took it to the co- uh, and it took was it, tried. Took was it, it, it on on land and they hung it in in the I town. Think they beat it up as well first. They like yeah, beat yeah. it wow. to within an inch of its life and then they they hung it. Hung I'm not it. sure how true that is, Awful. but that's like the story. How the story goes. I've monkey definitely hangs. heard of that. I think I saw it on. So there's a little monkey coming out, coming on land in a little outfit. Oh, like, oh no. We're going to hang you, you little shit, because you're French. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, take that. God, that to look it up on Wikipedia. I was actually just... I've had the Wikipedia article in there. Oh, oh. okay. Oh. According to local folklore, the term originates from an incident in which a monkey was hanged in Hartlepool, England, during the Napoleonic Wars. A French ship of the type Chassis Marie was wrecked in a storm off the coast of Hartlepool. The only survivor from the ship was a monkey, allegedly dressed in a French army uniform to provide amusement for the crew. <laughs> oh, it's adorable. Oh. On finding the monkey on the beach, some locals decided to hold up an impromptu trial. Since the monkey was unable to answer their questions, <laughs> and because they had neither seen a monkey nor a Frenchman well, before... Well, he was French. They concluded that the monkey must be a French spy. Oh, God. Being found guilty, the animal was duly sentenced to death and was summarily hanged on the beach. Oh, no. Alternative theory is that it was a young boy who was hanged. The term powder monkey was commonly used at the time for children employed on naval warships. There's a section in the article called The Monkey Song. (laughs) In former times, mid war and strife, the French invasion threatened life. And all was armed to the knife. The, the fishermen, fishermen hung the, the monkey, oh. The fishermen with courage high seized on the monkey for a spy. Hang him, says Yen, says another. He'll die. They did and they hung the monkey, oh. They tried every move to make him speak. They tortured the monkey till loud he did squeak. Says Yen, that's French, says another. It's Greek. For the, For the fisherman, fisherman had got drunky, oh. He's, he's all over hair, some chap did cry. Even up to some cute and sly. With, with a cod's head, then they closed an eye. Afore they hung the monkey, oh. Monkey hanging. So because he was hairy and he went, <coughs> they thought he was French. God, what do they think of me? <laughs> yeah. You'd have been. I can't return to Hartlepool. We've got to keep you away from Hartlepool, I think. Killed on sight. My goodness. Peter, thank you very much for bringing that. For that that little uh, exploration into quintessential weird Britishness. Absolutely delightful. Yes. We have two final questions. Uh, We are going a bit long, though, so let's try and keep it concise. Let's. If we can. We're very good at that. Jacob Rear at the J Rear. Like gonorrhea or diarrhea, Jacob Rear. Exactly the same. 
Do you have any plans to go to more events? For example, EGX. Would be amazing if you did a meet and greet or something like that. Now, we are obviously going to glitch in October, which is the new date. Yeah. Um, I believe we are going to Insomnia. Insomnia yeah, pending. We don't yeah. have a day for that, but we should hopefully be heading along. We Apparently believe we are going to that. There, yeah. And I would really like to go to EGX, even if we're not doing a panel or anything, because mm. EGX is great and it's not too far away. I'd love it's to. lots of fun. Great. So we should, uh, we should look time. into that. And if you're going to those, we'll, we'll announce close to the time. We what we're going to and what we aren't going to so yes hopefully yeah. at some point next question final question this is from the hairy homo sapien oh so he would have been hanged i think on the beach absolutely <laughs> at ra hunt 93 what is something very british about your childhood slash life that you would struggle explaining to someone from another country oh jesus i i struggled to think of a thing for this all i all, like this is the weirdest bit of my childhood is the time uh, a group of kids were playing with a brick uh, right. and by the garages near my house they essentially tied a piece of rope around a brick and we're just swinging it around having fun just woo, got a brick on a string yeah, it's fun and I think I was like eight nine years old I just ran in the path of the brick and it knocked me out oh my god and I just ran home like vision blurred like oh, that like, explains Jesus. everything yeah and my mum just put me in the bath with a bit of a what's it called like the disinfectant stuff Oh, uh, Dettol. Dettol, yeah, putting a bath of that. Oh, you're fine. Didn't go to hospital, I just had a bath of Dettol and it sorted me out. But I don't think the issue was germs. Like, do you still have a concussion now? Probably. I just explain a lot. Just give you a Dettol. I think it was just so like the wound wasn't. Yeah. The most British thing about your childhood slash life that no one else would understand. (laughs) Well, I. I, got I, had, I had butted a brick when I was a ween, <laughs> and I had a bath in chemicals. Ben, do you have one? Uh, yeah, but it's it's very different from the route that Michael took yeah, us, which right. is to be expected, really. That's, that's um, what I do. <laughs> so we used to have a village fete every year. Of course. And I just want to go into some of the details, because some people from other countries might be like, what the fuck? What's a fete? So we had a local Aunt Sally team. What? Oh, yeah. A what? Aunt Sally. Isn't that a euphemism this sounds for like a southern your thing. period? Aunt Sally's visiting. Sure. Aunt Sally. Yeah, competitive period having. Yeah. No, sure. Aunt Sally is a pub game. Speed bleeding. And it's... <laughs> oh, fuck's <laughs> sake. And it's basically, you've got, from what I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, Aunt Sally enthusiasts, <laughs> it's like a stick that comes out the ground and you balance a ball on it. And you stand a set distance away and you've got these these batons, these yeah. wooden sticks, and you have to throw the wooden sticks at the stick down the end and knock the ball off. And there were actual competitive teams in my area the for the different villages with the different pubs. Because each village, you know, it's just, it's an Oxfordshire village. It has like six pubs in it, and mm-hmm. even though it only has about 500 people living in it. Um, so there was that. They used to, you know, do all the all the local contests. Yeah. Like the the biggest marrow and stuff and there right. were kids competitions as well where I got a fence post and I cut the end off so it had the pointy bit and then I cut little bits of wood off it and I made a really sort of crude uh, biplane okay and I painted it green and I put stickers on it and everything so it looked like a like a Royal Air Force biplane wow. and I entered it in the competition and we all had to leave the tent while the judges went round. Yeah, very And then nervous. we all go back in. And mine had a, like, I can't remember which place I came in. Regardless, though, oh, a little envelope 
next to it, and it had 50p in it. <gasps> oh my god! That I won for my even though for the stickers probably cost you a pound. Well, it didn't cost me anything because you know parents, parents. You don't think about that, do you, when you're children? 50p. 50 entire wow. p, which I was then able to go and buy cakes with at the <gasps> same thing, yeah. and then go on the coconut shy. Yeah. Which is another thing. But Village fates are the me. best fucking thing. They're so lovely if you're white. Yeah. They're so lovely and you're English. Yes. They're really nice. They're if just you're straight, very <laughs> You better be, uh, even if you're straight but not married, fuck off. Yeah. Get out. You're you either married, married or you're alone. Having yeah. a child have two wedlock, you're not welcome to their face. Exactly. They're like, they're very quintessentially English. I hope you only have English. a dog or a cat at home. If you have a fucking iguana, what are you doing? Disgusting. It's basically hot Bring fuzz, your beagle along. It's actually real, isn't it? Yeah, of course, anyone of any creed would be welcome, but it is a, it's a, it's an almost exclusively white event. Oh, yeah. Affair, yeah usually. Yeah. Um, but it was lovely. It was just, you know, it's just childhood. You just grow up with that. And it was, it was a very nice thing. I imagine you have some very Yorkshire things. Yeah, mine's, it's do. similar. It's not actually a fate, but, um, uh, uh, what the fuck do they call it? Um, me, uh, hello? Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the word. I'll, I'll, it'll come to me. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 in the um, in the villages that I grew up, there was, there was a, a sort of an association of small villages that all came together to form a, a kind of district, like a I parish, was. like a parish. Yeah. yeah, in the parish I grew up in, um, they had this thing where uh, it, it's called the rush cart, and I'm not entirely sure how much of the cart is made of rushes. Or okay. exactly what that entails. But part of the celebrations of Rush Cart Weekend, in which a cart is paraded around the villages, mm-hmm. is Morris dancing. Oh, no. Nice. Now, Morris dancing is difficult to explain. It's incredibly difficult to explain, especially the blackface. Yeah. We've talked about this in which the video is, before, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, it's never, it is not remotely racially related at all. No. The blackface in Morris dancing. They claim it's not racially right. related. It goes way back. Um, there's all sorts of like weird aspects. Before black that... people existed, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, but before we knew that Yeah, they we existed. didn't know they were there. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. I've, I've looked up, the rush cart isn't made of rushes. It's a wooden cart pulled by a horse, but it, it has rushes in it. Wow. Um, What's a rush? Uh, it's 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 like a sort it's a little of, man frantically running around. Oh, I'm late. Ooh, ooh. It's like dried. Just loads of uh, copies of that DVD from Ron Howard, the film he made <laughs> about James Hunt. It's it's sort of dried plant stuff. I think you can like weave um, them uh, together. Hmm. It's I guess it's it's not a million miles away from wicker, right? Or right. like papyrus or something like. It's mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, and sort of your the parishioners all all gather around. You have it's it's around May time. So you have like little girls in white dresses bearing flowers and all that kind of celebration of spring. But some things that are associated with Morris dancing up and down the country are incredibly bizarre. Mm. There's, for example, there's a character, I don't think they had it where I was, but uh, Jack in the Green, which is... Oh, I think I've heard of that. It's like a, a giant hedge with a man inside and the right. man walks around he might not even have a hole for his face it's He's, very pagan isn't it it is it's very strange it's made of real like pine or whatever mm-hmm. like branches a touch of pine and then there's um, a hobby horse are you aware of a hobby horse mm-hmm. it's like a horse's skull on a wooden stick 
Are you okay, Michael? It's it's all. I quite prefer my getting hit with a brick yeah. story. I yeah. Maybe childhood. you did know all of this, but then the brick yeah, that, took it yeah, out after that incident. There are a whole load of like weird aspects to Morris dancing and the like, where it's it's very. Um, uh, what's the film called? It's like Wicker Man. Yeah, yeah. It's that yeah. kind of stuff, like people wearing masks with like weird animal faces. But they'll live a normal life, and then they'll suddenly just bust it out one weekend. Oh yeah, and they've all they've all got bells and ribbons, and they yeah. whack sticks at each other. Yes, the stick whacking is an interesting <laughs> one, isn't it? Yeah, there's and they also... wear sort of weird Tudor outfits with puffy trousers on. Oh, yeah, I want to wear puffy trousers. And there's a sort of a blackface thing, yeah. and also. Uh, in some villages, I think they actually whip a woman who volunteers for it as part of tradition. She's like, no, I, I'm willing for it. Uh, they they whip her with like holly branches, like prickly. Ooh. Uh, mm, that sounds like a branches fun, until fun she draws tradition. blood. Oh, okay, no, not so fast. Yeah, no, she gets scratched until. Yeah, th- surely that would only take one, right? Hopefully, yeah. God, that'd be oh. shit. Trying to get a bed that night, just cover your bed sheets in blood, and oh, it'll be cozy. You just smash her on the arm with a like a prickly holly branch until she. It's very bizarre. Yeah. People need to like Google this shit. Like I, I didn't Morris really come prepared. If I'd known in more in advance, I would have looked up, you know, Morris dancing and weird mm. pagan things. But yeah, there was there were certain things of that. Maybe that should be the thing you bring next time. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring explain some strange fall. pagan village local stuff. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be good. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much for those questions, everybody. Um, If you want to wear the beautiful headphones we're wearing, uh, you can get them. bit.ly forward slash vidiotsbeach. These are Turtle Beach headsets. Mm -hmm. The podcast is sponsored by them. We didn't get into that at the start. We didn't even talk to Dave. We're just sort of on a mission today. Shit. We've got all sorts of stuff to do. Buy a shirt. Buy a shirt. That is... Store.yorkscast.com forward slash collections forward slash videos or just go on store.yorkscast.com. It's on the homepage. Limited edition PS1 style VS1 shirt. You've got like, what, five days left to get it before it's gone. End of the month. Um, and then presumably there'll be some sort of admin error and it will remain on the website and we'll say it, we are taking it down soon but you take it just wait, it's it's going we you should buy one anyway <laughs> youtube twitter facebook all forward slash vidiots official you okay there pete Whitsuntide is the time period i was looking for Whitsuntide Whitsuntide youtube.com forward slash witchinside 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 the weeks following Whit Sunday, which is something to do with the pentecost or Ooh, something oh. it's all sort of oh. pagan and, and and christian sort of the blowing the lines i see yeah. wonderful patreon we have one of those we, we use do. it as a tip jar if you'd like to donate some money just Throw us a dollary do. Feel free to do so. We'd absolutely love you for you uh, for it. For you. For, uh, we'd love you for you. We love you for you. For, well, yeah, we do. But we'd love you more for you if you gave us some money. That'd be, that'd be great. Patrons, you're all fucking lovely, brilliant people. You're great. And you can find that at patreon.com forward slash official. If you need some help with any rules, at this is rules boss on Twitter and at Billy Ray Botrus for daily automated weird tweets. They're great. Make sure you leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. That would be nice as well, because it helps push us to more people. It's We're good. still yes. waiting on Spotify. Help, Please stop asking about Spotify. We yes. want to know as well, but we just, we're just, they're just not checking our status. They take of, ages. Sub- submission. They take ages. Stop asking. So we are away um, at the end of this week, but there will still be a Worst Games Ever. Mm. There will still be a Sunday fun day. There will still be a post some tat. Of course. And on Saturday, there's going to be an, an announcement video. An, 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 announcement an announcement. Talking all about everything that's going to change from July. It's quite some quite drastic changes. Mm. Uh, a couple of shows are being switched around. You may notice that our thumbnails and 
presentation style change just a tad um, because we're just sort of reviewing how Content's things are at the same. six month mark of, yeah. of us being yeah. around it's, it's all going to be better yeah it's it's all for the better so don't worry about it this podcast is not changing sorry the greater good the greater good the greater exactly good. so make sure you stick around we need a secret question da, 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 da. were you ever hit on the head with a brick or was that just me yeah can we just get a load of no's in the comments today <laughs> God, I hate when that happens. It's just all the same thing. It's like when you uh, said post down, but what what did you make him say? Post in the comments if you get uh, to the end. It was like so watermelons, my dear. Yeah, I yeah. still have. Okay, no, well, not. I mean, I assume. Well, what about what color of brick would you like to be hit in the head with if you had to be hit in the yeah, head yeah, yeah. with yeah. a brick? Yeah, and explain good. your answer. Show your workings. Yeah. Yeah. Show your workings. Also, thank you to everyone who sent us a photo so far of them in their amazing Vidiots <gasps> merch. Yes. If you send us that, we will ask your permission first, so don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, we'll add you to a folder on Facebook of cool cool boys or cool. girls um, and girls or boys mm. who are wearing our amazing shirts. Yeah. So there we go. Gentlemen, thank you very much for playing Pretend Radio with me today. That's okay. It's always fun. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. Buy the buy the shirt that actually says Vidiots on it because everyone seems to be sending photos of the VS1 one. People have definitely <laughs> yeah. bought the normal one. I think, one, but I think yeah. the VS1 is definitely nice the sexier of the two shirts. It is. It, it is. It's I'm the desirable one. Good. It's arousing. Um, make sure you follow us on social medias, though, because there'll be lots of stuff coming out of uh, of this weekend when we're in Newcastle and the, yeah. the few days following that as well. Because yeah, if you're not for following us on Twitter, days. you're missing out. That's yeah, where the party's at. Exactly. We post all sorts of updates in there. It's great fun. It's great. All right, everyone. We're bored of you now. What a long one. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.